Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega, this is Concierge Confidential, and we have a very special show today. We have the wonderful and fabulous Diana Morphin, who actually was a concierge with me when I was working at MGM Grand, and she is currently now the lead bartender at Trustworthy Brewing Company at the Palazzo, so she knows everything there is to know about being behind the bar, but today we're going to hear how she got into concierging and uh, maybe a little bit... uh, little bit of tips on how to uh, maneuver the nightclub industry as she was the nightclub liaison which was a wonderfully made-up role at uh, MGM Grand but she did it very well so today we have Diana Morphin on the pod how you doing Diana I'm doing great thank you so much for having me Brian so uh, we actually were almost the exact same amount of time at MGM Grand yes, sir. I think I was there a little bit before you and then you were there a little bit be- after me so, what is sort of your journey to becoming uh, a concierge and sort of your hospitality sort of life? Absolutely. So, like, I started with the hospitality since I actually moved to the United States. So, I came uh, here uh, when I was 17. I started working at Circus Circus and then I moved up from being an arcade attendant all the way to probably, I'm going to say, one of the best jobs I ever had as a concierge. Uh, so, I started as a arcade attendant like I just said and then from there I went to becoming a host at different type of restaurants and from restaurants I decided I want to do something else and concierge came up to me uh through I'm gonna say an ex-boyfriend sadly nice (laughs) so I uh he was a concierge when I was dating him and I really enjoyed what he was doing and what he was telling me every time he like we hang out we hung out and everything. So when we when there was a position open, he did at, told me it was like, hey, there's a position open over at the Monte Carlo, which is now at the Park MGM. And so I applied. I did have my interviews with, I believe, one of the best chef concierge in town. And and once I passed my all my interviews, I became a concierge there. I truly didn't know what a concierge did until I got that job. And as soon as uh, the doors opened to me, it was it was perfect. It was one of the best jobs. Yeah. So I have to say we were all very excited when you came in the building because yes. we're like, first thing we do, hot girl. So it's <laughs> like that's always the first thing that we get excited about. But then... Uh, you were cool. You're very Thank down-to-earth you. person. I had no idea who you were before, so that's Thank always you. good. We're always like, who are these new people? Of course. Um, but then you kind of like came in, and then you kind of became the, the specialist in terms of like you speak Spanish, so that always gives you a leg up on everybody. <laughs> but um, now you work in, in bartending, which is really cool, which Absolutely. is one of those things that you kind of just it just kind of like comes up. I think if you work in hospitality long enough, you do different jobs. So I think that's, that's really cool. So I have to say, so you knew Brittany, uh, chef concierge coming in. So I had to do this whole interview process that everybody heard in pods before, but how did you do it? So you worked at the Monte Carlo concierge and then how did you, I already asked this, but you like heard it from somebody that you wanted to go to MGM grand. What sort of attracted you to it? Yeah, so uh, when I was working at Monte Carlo Concierge, uh, I already had secretly uh, our used-to-be boss, uh, Brittany. Uh, she wanted to hire me first before going to Concierge, but there was no positions available. So she encouraged me to go to Monte Carlo Concierge, learn and experience what Concierge was. And uh, as soon as there was a position o- available, she did let me know. And it was, you know... And- MGM has policies six months before you transfer. So as soon as those six months happened, um, 
I just got hired and I did go through an interview process. Like I did get interviewed by uh, two of our leaders and then I got interviewed with Brittany. So it wasn't like come to our job. Like I still got that whole like, what would you do if this situation happened? Like one of the biggest thing was if there's a bachelor party, what would you do for them? So like I had explained like, I would rent them out a party bus and, you know, like concierge stuff. I don't know what, if I want to get into that detail, like how much stuff we have done. Uh, so after I done my processing, like my interview and everything, I just got a call back and I came in super nervous, didn't know anybody and did what I did best be what I could have done. <laughs> nice. So like, mess up the microphone. It's terrible. <laughs> So what would you say is the best, uh, your favorite perks of working in as a concierge? Because I already kind of told everybody these are like the misconceptions, that whole thing, mm-hmm. um, or <clears throat> just anything about what are the good parts about working as a concierge, whether it be meeting people or whether it be doing different experiences. What was your like favorite thing to do that you got that wasn't specifically like in a paycheck form? <laughs> uh, so... Man, the the biggest thing was nightclubs. Like, we went like to every single nightclub, and all our hosts took a care, great care of us. We went out, and they got us. Not necessarily the best type, the best tables, but they got us a table. They got us a few bottle bottles, and uh, the biggest thing in nightclubs is skipping the line. You never want to wait in a line, and they always took care of that doing that. And I like that aspect of feeling what your guests will feel if you book through them. So that's why they took so much care of us. Cause I mean, but did you ever think someone was actually going to use the table, though? Like when you told them, hey, there's this person, I'm going to reach out to them. Do you think they're actually going to pay for any of that? Some people do. Like, you never know. Like, uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, some people that come in and you're like, they're not going to pay that money. And then at, at the end, the result, you're like, oh okay so you you do have that type of money so did you ever this is the thing so did you ever think like oh i'm just gonna send this name off Mm -hmm. just so i can like sort of get points with the host because that's what i did (laughs) oh really i was always like (laughs) oh if i just send this all right i'm gonna get like a table like exactly uh actually i didn't i I didn't count it as that uh anybody that came into my to me and wanted to go to a nightclub i would send them directly to whatever nightclub they they would go Personally, my favorite one is either going to be Excess or Omnia. Those are my favorite. We, as working for Hakkasan, uh, we, sh- we should encourage Hakkasan. Hakkasan is a great nightclub. However, uh, my favorite one's always been Excess. So I always. Basic. <laughs> basic. I'm not basic. That's it's where just they all work. a really but good But do you nightclub. remember when like they were all sort of like contracted? Like we used to know exactly who was where. Like mm-hmm. you would say, like, oh, Diplo, oh, yeah. Excess. Of course. Or you would say, uh, like Steve Aoki, and you're like, Hakusan. And now they kind of don't do that anymore. It's very, very independent, oh, and they yeah. very mix. It's, I mean, it's weird. Now, like, uh, I'm driving through the strip, and I see billboards of uh, Dior playing a Hakusan, or Steve Aoki at Resorts World. Tiesto, biggest yeah. biggest name in the world, and mm-hmm. EDM, now playing at Resorts World. It's crazy. Yeah. Because Hakusan had Tiesto for years, and now it's... Marshmallow went to Palms and, you know. Yeah, so going back to that, so do you think that was the time where really, like, these rosters really stopped being so cohesive and really just stayed as independent as possible? Because I remember when Palms opened, reopened a while ago with their whole nightclub chaos. chaos. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. My times. birthday? Oof. Good times. <laughs> chaos. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. But when they stole the entire roster of yeah. Encore, Crazy. and then they go there... And then Palms closes, and they go all the way back to excess. Exactly. So it's just one of those weird things that, like, it's not, like, a thing anymore where people stick to a roster. Exactly. Chainsmokers. Remember Chainsmokers? Oh, that was yeah. a thing. The first time I saw Chainsmokers was actually at Web Republic night. What at night? And nobody knew who they were. Yeah. Like, when I was going out there, because we got a table... Um, I had to tell my coworkers, oh, they're the the selfie people, the selfie song people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah remember the selfie? That, that, oh that. god, that was so long ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Let me take a selfie. Oh yeah, my yeah, god. Yeah, exactly. We need to play the music. Let's play it. Pretty. How did that girl even get in here? Do you see her? She's so 
short and that dress is so tacky. Who wears cheetah? It's not even summer. Why does the DJ keep on playing summertime sadness? After we go to the bathroom, can we go smoke a cigarette? I really need one. But first, let me take a selfie. Yeah, that yep, one. that was it. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. so if you forgot, that's what the song was. Yeah, if you forgot, that was actually the Chainsmokers. That's how they uh, got Gosh. to where they are now, sadly. Yeah. Um, and now everybody wants to have sex with them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, N- not the you singer. personally, but people like you. Yeah. 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 People like you. I mean, you. I, if it yeah. was an opportunity, yeah, fuck of course. It. Why not? <laughs> but isn't it awesome going to a DJ right before they become a thing? Yes. So I went to go see Cruella Ooh, right before that. they took a shit. But I, went to, <laughs> but I went to go see Cruella, and I had bought a table. So I actually know the actual system of buying a table, mm. unlike those of us. I have not. You, never. Never yes, purchased a table. I have never. I think people need to know that when you live in Las Vegas as, as a woman yes. who looks a certain way, um, it's very easy <laughs> to get free stuff when you get here. And I wouldn't say free stuff. There's certain things yeah. that you become accustomed to, like not waiting in a line or not paying a cover. Let's just say some women do have to pay for to get into a nightclub, but don't have to wait in the line or that's always awesome. But anyway, so I saw Cruella and that was great. So anyway, so I'll actually tell everybody kind of the system of purchasing a table, which I've done twice. One for my birthday, which I don't remember a lot of. I remember (laughs) I ended up on the, on the floor. Oh wow. Really? I I had been moved to the bed and then they came and checked on me and then I was on the floor again (gasps) and I was moved back to the couch. So, (laughs) Obvious 21st birthday. Oh, of course. So, yeah. So, basically, you have to find a host or you can reach out directly to the place. And then from there, if they don't have the pricing already done, they'll give you a quote Mm -hmm. depending on what the day is. So, usually Sundays are not the busiest days, especially at nighttime. Yeah. Um, I went to Daylight. Okay. uh, Which is at... Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Thank you very much. And I think I got the table and I want to say it was like... It was like thirteen or fourteen hundred bucks, which wasn't too bad at the time. But like when you're like in college, that's, that's probably not great. Um, yeah. And then I was going. And it's a minimum, right? Yeah. So it was a minimum. So that's that was the minimum. So I think I only got one bottle, and I got like a bucket of beer. Okay. Because like we're ridiculous. I mean, dumb. you're in college, like you're... stupid. <laughs> stupid. I also like I also went and like gambled. $100. I also went and gambled at Cosmopolitan before, and I lost like four hundred bucks. So. Oof. Not the best thinking, like oh, like I'm gonna make all my money now, so and I don't pay have to for the table. table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously not smart. It's so <laughs> stupid. But um, I did that, mm-hmm. and uh, it was fantastic. Uh, did you have fun? Like I did have fun. It's it, the, the, the lights whole were crazy. Experience the whole, the whole thing. That, that's true. They say that, but then mm-hmm. you know you. Then uh, the next day yeah, you're like you look at your bank account and you're like you're Ooh. like no. Was it worth it? I was like, someone used my credit card. <laughs> but um, I did that, and then my birthday was another one. But yeah, so that's the process of purchasing a table. So I also tipped the the guy who walked you to the table. So we oh. got there, you do the whole thing, and I tipped the guy, and he gave us a better table. Oh. And that was dope. Yeah, so hey. I'm a big, big proponent of tipping. Of course. But so Especially now that I'm a bartender, definitely tip your bartender. That's true, yes. So... <laughs> Dana, since you are a bartender, yes. let's talk about bartending a little okay. bit. Just a little bit. Because, you know, we're, you're, you're here to talk about nightclubs. Because yeah. that's, you know, your thing. So, how much should you, not how much should you tip a bartender, but you should tip a bartender regardless, right? Of course. Yes. Yeah. So, like, for a beer. Let's say you, I buy an $8 beer from you. Okay. How much should I give you? It all depends. Just for are that you, beer. Are you staying at my bar? No, nah, I'm walking away. Are you walking away? I would say it's the rule, like, the rule I would like to do Cause that's what I do when I go out. Usually I do a little bit more because I, I'm in the industry. Is a dollar a beer, two dollars for cocktails. What if she's really cute? Five dollars. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Thank of you course. for. <laughs> of course. Like that's the standard. Like hey, they're they're pouring your beer or they're they're uncapping the bo- the the bottle or like whatever. They're, they're handing you a drink. So like uh, the most is a dollar. That least is a dollar. Yes. And if they're making a cocktail, like, hey, if it's, like, a complicated drink, like, if you order a Cosmo or a lemon drop, like, three bucks, four mm-hmm. bucks. But if it's just, like, hey, a rum and coke or so- simple drinks, $2 will be is, is what I at least expect. Of course. But if you're staying at my bar, like, when if you when you come to my bar and you stay, you stay for a little bit, like, at least 20% of what you, mm-hmm. you have. Yeah. Because, like, 
not only am like I'm serving your beer, like I I like to talk to my guest. Like I just hey, how's it going? Where are you from? Especially in Vegas. Unbutton a button. Hey, hey, a girl had to do. A girl gotta eat, don't they? <laughs> oh my god, no. Um, but I think that's important for people yeah. to know for sure. Absolutely. Like so, if you, it's an in a go, f- couple bucks. Nice. If you're staying at a bar, at least twenty percent. Like if you really like the bartender or they really took good, take a good, good, they good, they took care of you. Definitely. Nice. A few more so, than a few. So, I think as a guy, I think this mm-hmm. is coming from my personal point of view, is that this is sort of like one oh one going anywhere. Is you should have three drinks on hand, ready to go. Yeah. When you go, when you walk up to a bar. Absolutely. So I think you should Especially have. Especially if it's a busy bar. That's true. That's true. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. I think it should be. Have a beer ready to go. Yes. A beer that you know they're going to have. Yes. God, if you order not, I fucking hate IPA people. <laughs> Just IPA people. Get out of What kind of IPAs do you have? Uh, do you have an APA? Um, do you have a double IPA? IPAs are great. Relax. <laughs> R- relax here. So I think you should have a beer on, beer ready to go. I think you should also have a quick mixed drink, mm-hmm. like a quick, like, Crown and Coke for you. Crown and Coke. Thank you. Yes. You don't know me. Oh, of course I Although do. Although that's exactly what I drink. So Crown and Coke. The beer, and then have a cocktail drink. Because mm. you, if you go to a cocktail bar, you don't want to be that guy. You yeah. don't want you don't want to order a beer. You don't yeah. want to order a Crown and Coke at a bar that has like a million bitters. Exactly. So I think you should have like some. Now, and classic personally, cocktail. I would judge you. Like Ooh. that one time we went to Herbs and you almost ordered a beer and I almost like slapped you. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> I think I said it as a joke, but I know. Fine. But still. But yes, I, I was like, oh, I just want to take it easy tonight. Just grab yeah. a brewski. Yeah. No. I mean that's understandable but at the same time you, we went to a cocktail bar so at that's least true. have an old-fashioned old-fashions yeah that's a it's a perfect should every co- should every cocktail bar bartender know how to make an old-fashioned like and not be mad about it yes like when should somebody be mad about having to make a cocktail Never. like ooh. yes really i i think they should i think there are certain places that they should be able to be like dude you see this bar right there is so? some places like if you go to a super super divey bar, yeah, that's when you're like if you order a co- any type of cocktail, they're like, bro, like for reals. So what if so what if we're at so let, let's let's keep it Vegas. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're at like the lobby bar, okay, a lobby bar at like MGM, lobby bar mm-hmm. at like Bellagio, any lobby bar, any hotel. So. I feel like that's a that's a two that's a two, I'm not expecting them to know how to make an old fat like they should know how to make an old fashioned. They should. But I feel like. I'm a, I'm just gonna go Crown and Coke. Like I don't want to yeah. be too complicated. Or do you think they should? They should know how to make one, mm-hmm. uh, especially because most of the bartenders there has been there for years. True. So they should make. It, it's three ingredients: uh, whiskey, simple, and bitters. That's all mm. they need. So yeah. it's it's not a super crazy drink to make. Maybe some people don't just don't like doing them because they think. The specs are super crazy, but it's literally the three ingredients that you just make in a drink. And would you say that it actually, if you're a person who's watching what they're spending, mm-hmm. is it better to get a mixed drink or a bunch of beers? Like what's going to get you drunker faster? Now that we're trying to mm-hmm. condone a lot of drinking, but of course. sometimes drink gonna, responsibly. <laughs> yeah, drink responsibly unless you're not unless you're walking. Then of course, I mean you're on matter. Las Vegas Strip. Why, why would you be driving? <laughs> but you would say have you know, mixed drinks is the thing, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. You should always have, uh, like you said, you should always have your go-to. If you go to a bar that's busy and a bartender comes out to you a lot, it this happens a lot to me. Like they come up, like I am super busy, and they I go up to you like, hey. Well, what are you looking for today? And they're like, um, uh, uh, what's, what do you like? It's like, do you hate that? Yes. Oh I, if I'm not busy, like I will tell you everything that I like. So, like, so I, do you get a lot of people who come up and say, um, like with your, with like a girlfriend or whatever, um, or just any girl who's by herself, you mm-hmm. know, independent women. Of course. Um, you know, man. Can, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, can I get something sweet? Do you do you like that or do you not like that or do you have a go to? Someone some, someone walks up to you and says, "Hey, I want something sweet. What do you make them?" So at my bar, we do have uh, our specialty drinks, mm-hmm. and our sweetest drink is called the raspberry blush. So it's like the girliest the girliest drink that we can make. And if somebody wants something sweet, like I'll make them that because it just is vodka, raspberry syrup, and uh, some sour mix in it. Perfect. Everybody loves it. Super sweet. It comes in a martini glass, so everybody feels like they're super fancy. Nice. Yeah. So. Solid. I don't mind that question. I just don't like if I'm busy. If you see me busy, 
Don't be like, hmm, tell me about the story of how beer is made. Oh. I'm like, bro, <laughs> come on. Now we're going to talk about how beer is made. So beer so, is made. <laughs> so actually one time I had a friend who bought a kit that you can Ooh. get from like Total Wine and More or some whatever. Yeah. And he like had like a five gallon bucket and it had like fermented stuff. He's married. Don't get too excited. <laughs> and this was in this was in college. I'm and, by I, the way. <laughs> and then I went to his uh, I went to his house in Boulder. Mm-hmm. This Boulder City. Yes. Yeah, just Boulder outside City, of town. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it literally looked like if you've ever seen Breaking Bad. Yes. That's what it looked like. It looked yes. like a chemistry set. <laughs> like I was like, what the f-? like? You're gonna drink out of this five gallon bucket that's sitting next to like this motor oil like what is going on but and anyways it's a million degrees because vegas is very hot yes exactly this totally went off of what we were talking about earlier but anyways so i'm gonna so i already told you my three drinks so i have yes uh i'll get bud light okay because you gotta have a go-to you know they're gonna have yeah. bud light Always. then then i went crown and coke and then i go old-fashioned old personal favorite yes and then if i want to be really impressive i just get a drink straight up with ice what drink? on a rock Ooh, any whiskey. Ooh, okay. Kind of depends. Specific? I like Blanton's. Okay. Uh, but uh, Blanton's can be kind of expensive. Yes. I've, it's so funny how alcohol gets so expensive depending on what part of the city you're on. Yes. So I'll do Blanton's if I'm at like a, local, Las Vegas. a place that I know of. <laughs> I'm not going to put it out there, but a place I know of that hooks it up. But, uh, don't you I have a blends. cork of it or something like that? I, I, have, I have like seven. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is I don't drink the whole... So the, the thing is, is when you drink Blanton's, you get the, the cap at the end. Yes. But you don't have to drink the entire bottle. You just have to strategically go back to the same place and keep checking in. And when sure they're almost done, you just say, I'll pay the extra. The thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's the thing. So, yeah. So those are my drinks. So I'll get the, the whiskey just on the rocks. Okay. And that's always very impressive to bartenders, I think. Yes. I see you as like whiskey and, well, there's some stuff. Like some people come up to you and you're like, I want whiskey neat. And I was like, okay, so what do you like to drink? Uh, especially because the bar I am at, yeah. we are a brewery, so we don't have a great selection of whiskey, but we do have really decent ones. Mm-hmm. And you just name off all the whiskeys that you have, and you're like, and they're some of them are like Jack. Oh. Uh, they're like, so why'd you make me name all these things? Oh my goodness. Knowing I, knowing for a fact that I have Jack, but there are some people that you're like, I have all this, and they get the good stuff, and you're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, that's my type oh. of people, you know. So. uh <laughs> I'll be having that next time you go. <laughs> no. Um, so I'm going to guess I'm gonna guess your drinks. You already know me. Yeah, this is why, it's, okay. this is why I'm impressive for myself. Okay, okay. So I don't know what beer you're going to get, mm. so I got, that might be a tough one. But um, gin and tonic yes. is the, the go-to to go-to. ingredient. Exactly. The, the cocktail, you're kind of, you change. You're very Ooh. fluid. Ooh. So not in that way, though, but you're fluid. <laughs> so I want to say... Manhattan? Ooh, that's a good one, yes. So I think that's one of them. Yeah, I think that's you have one a few. Because yeah. you're kind of on this renaissance of choosing drinks. Yes. Um, and then your beer. Oh my goodness. I want to. You don't drink Modelo, but you would. I would. But that's not the one. No. Your beer. Your beer of choice. It has to be domestic. So. Oh, a domestic. Okay, so a domestic. So, like, All right, here we go. Because for you, like, if. Oh, if I'm going to choose a domestic right now, I'll, okay, it'll be domestic. Blue Moon. No. Uh, tsh, not a Bud Light. You don't drink no. light beer. Not I a Michelob. You're not, like, no. from the country. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, tsh, oh, my goodness. Domestic that you would drink. Is it an IPA? No. Angry Orchard? No. That's a, no, that's a thing. No, that's a cider. I'm not going to get it. What is it? It's fine. Uh, so if I go to a bar that I know they don't have decent beers... Yeah. As I will call it. I would get, you are almost there. I would get either a Modelo or mm-hmm. if they do have IPAs is whatever, the, that Lagunitas is. Oh, yeah. Lagun- yeah Lagunitas is pretty good. I but, don't think I've ever seen you have a beer. What are you talking about? Really? No, like, well, um, no, well, not at a brewery. Like if you go to a brewery, like I'm, I'm not going to know a brewery off the top of my head. <laughs> but like I've never seen you. Trustworthy does not pay for this ad. <laughs> this does not. Um, but no, that doesn't count. So like, just like a domestic, like we went out to like a bar and you got like a beer, like in a long neck bottle. The the thing is that every time we go to bars, like we go to like we do. We go, go to, to fancy we go, we go to bars. Fancy bars. Like the reason we make it an occasion. Exactly. Like yeah. it's not like we go. We're not alcoholics and go drinking every day. 
sort of. <laughs> but when we do, like, we try to make it, like, fancy and, like, That's we go true. to cocktail bars or lounges. That's true. That if you get a beer, it's like, why am I wasting... I know. I'm wasting your time. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's but not. What it's, am it's I more wasting of an experience. intake of a beer if I can have a cocktail? For sure. But yes, you were right on my gin and tonic. Gin and tonics are my favorite drink to have. Nice. Um, right now, uh, tequila water is something yeah. that I've been drinking a lot. Tequila reposado or añejo. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, reposado, yeah. The reposado. Yeah. So like recently... Um, I've been this drinking also became that. a drinking podcast, by the way. Oh, hey. <laughs> so actually, That's what well, happens with the bartender. <laughs> yeah. So, what are, what are you, so we are going to talk about nightclubs coming up in a minute. Yes. Uh, but what are some of your favorite bars on the Strip or downtown just in general? Just Absolutely. so we can let people know. Yeah, of course. So on the Strip, uh, we definitely recommend the... Um, I can't think of the name. The one at Resorts World that we went to. Oh, the my one. goodness. The um, Oh, the one up top. Oh, the one up uh, top. Starlight 88. I don't know. It's Starlight with numbers. Yes. But that's really nice. That was such a nice bar. Yeah. They had the best selection of every single liquor and uh, cocktail-wise. Uh, my favorite cocktail is a... Um, why can't I think of it right now? Oh, my God. I don't know. It's the uh, one that you have to make. Like, it takes 20 minutes to make. Yes. No, I'm just... No, well, that's a Raymond Genfis. Oh, okay. um, I enjoy it, but I don't like ordering it because I know how hard it is to make. So mm-hmm. as a bartender, if you get that drink and you're like, for reals, like you're going to make me drink, make that, that drink. Um, but no, um, mine is, it's gin. Oh my God, I can't for, oh my God. I don't know. Oh my God. The last word. Sorry. Oh, there Sorry. you go. There you Sorry, go. Sorry. The That's last the word. I can't, couldn't figure out. Uh, mm-hmm. The last word is going to be my favorite drink, like cocktail wise. So yeah. Uh, so nice. they usually like that's that's one of my favorite on a strip. So Starlight's a cocktail bar. Do you have a Definitely. favorite, uh, just sort of chill, like just like sort of a lobby bar or something that's kind of a nice chill bar to go to? It could be part of a restaurant or anything, besides trustworthy. <laughs> or any bars in town? Like, are there any local bars that people should know about that oh, are like absolutely. a well, go-to in town? Definitely. I, know I know you do. Uh, Herbs and Riot. Herbs and Riot is going to mm-hmm. be my favorite cocktail bar, and. Uh, they have everything you can think of. They can make anything. As soon as you make, you tell a, the the bartender a cocktail, they know it. That's the best favorite thing I would like. So to why do should that. somebody who is visiting Vegas visit Herbs and Rye? These are also like selfless plugs to re- our favorite places. But yeah, of course. Why would you recommend Herbs and Rye to somebody? I don't know. Like I really enjoy it. Like it's really the ambiance that's in there, and their food is excellent and i mean their their cocktail program is absolutely phenomenal uh however if you want to stay on the strip or if you're even in downtown and apparently today we figured out downtown means a lot of different yeah, things Yeah, downtown very different things for local people <laughs> yes it's very split up uh personally i really enjoy going to main street mm-hmm. and valentine rabbit it's another cocktail bar that i really go and enjoy going there their ambiance and Everything that they do there is just so nice. And the music that they play and sometimes a lot of live music and it's it's really fun. And and the the street that they're in, it's called Main Street. There's a bunch of bars, a bunch of breweries, mm-hmm. and just walk around and it's very have hipster. Fun. Very. It's too hipster for me. Oh. I just I just stick out. <laughs> I feel I feel so old when I no, walk. No, it's not even <laughs> that. But it's also old people. Like it's a lot of old exactly. hipsters. But then I also feel not hip enough to be mm. with the hipsters. Yeah, because I mean there's that's our brewery row. So there's about no. like seven to eight breweries, like in, literally in a row. And then you there's a bunch of tap bars and mm-hmm. there's tap rooms and there's cocktails and different restaurants around there. And it, they're amazing. So you like Main Street. You also, you kind of like the strip a little bit. I do. I do. Yeah. The, I th- the strip I think it's... is like main stage and like, i think it's also a concierge problem it's just like when you work in concierge for so long and you go do these things as work is then that's what you prefer of course and you kind of don't like doing Going the other things else. like you'll yeah. still go to like a pt's every once in a while i never go to pt's yeah no. Um, <laughs> i never go to a, like a born and raised or anything like that but, uh, sometimes they yeah, do have yeah. they play sports there so there you I go, go. <laughs> i watch it at home oh, i'm just at home or i go to twin peaks don't judge oh okay, okay. yeah the boobs <laughs> not the food did you have they have good food there oh okay they have good food there um but no so yeah so i'm also a person who likes the strip as well so yes yeah, so the strip definitely uh if you were looking for like a nice cocktail at on the strip 
we the the place that we went to Electra that was really fun. Oh, Electra was cool. That was yeah, pretty cool. The bartenders there. were super nice. Yeah. Electra is at Palazzo, by yeah, the way. Sorry. For those yeah, the Electra at Palazzo. That was really nice. Um, and they play hip hop, which I like. Yeah, it was it was really yeah. fun. So I didn't tell you my favorite bars mm. that I like to go to. Okay. So I covered this one a couple pods ago, Chandler which bar. is Chandelier Bar is ah! good. I actually, I don't ah! go to Chandelier oh, Bar very okay. often. It's very expensive and always Eesh. super busy. Always. Um, there's a couple speakeasies at Cosmo, which mm. that's another episode we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Oh, sorry, But sorry. I really enjoy Mayfair Supper Club's uh, oh, bar, do love which Mayfair. is cool. I'm always there. I've never there. been. I mean. We should go then. Yeah, but you know, save up for that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but no, you just got to know the right things to get. So I like that bar. What other bars do I like? I like the High Limit Bar at Resorts World. I think Ooh, that's pretty that cool. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was good. I really it was very that chill one. vibe. It was. Yeah. yeah. So there's that one. I also like uh, Skyfall is probably, I oh. think, the better high up, like, Rooftop. Rooftop bar. There yeah, we go. Yeah, that one's bar. my favorite. So Sky Skyfall is really good. The yeah, cocktails were good. What's that? At Manly Bay. At Manly Bay. Thank yes. you. We're going to make sure we make sure you guys know what the hotels look like. But yeah, that's probably one of my favorites is probably Actually, that bar for sure. I've only been there once. Uh, it was at a, a concierge event. So mm-hmm. I really didn't go there at, like a personally like I want to go there. Uh, but I would try it again. Nice. Definitely. So we've gone over our favorite bars. It yes. is now the nightclub time. Oof, so we it. will get into the nightclubs coming up next with... The nightclub, what, you, what was your night title? Nightclub liaison for the Enduring Grand Concierge. Nice. She was very, she, it was a very important title. She it got was. paid absolutely nothing extra to do it. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so that'll be coming up next after the break. All right, guys, we're back. This is now the nightclub review time or just kind of the nightclub overview. For those who've never been to Vegas before, this will actually be very helpful to understand how you get into a nightclub, how you should maybe dress going into a nightclub a little bit, um, know who you are. um, And also, (laughs) if you do do get like, you know, bottle service or something like that, what that actually entails, because even Mm -hmm. though it says, oh, it's only a $2,000 minimum, that's not exactly what you're going to pay when you're when you're done with your evening so (laughs) we are here with diana diana say hello hello. again hi hi beautiful so um as a nightclub liaison you kind of explained what you did which was talk to a lot of the hosts sort of organize a couple things organize outings Outings, as we used to like to call them (laughs) but uh yeah so go ahead and let us know kind of what is the process for somebody if they're a girl let's use this more as an example um getting into a nightclub or doing guest list or something like that. Of course. Uh, so or actually, tell us the different tiers. So what are the different, like... Entryways. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. So, like, the lowest level, it always going to be if you buy a ticket. Uh, regardless if you're a woman or uh, or a man, you if you just want to get into the nightclub, just buy a ticket and then just stand in the line uh, for the one that says general admission and go in. Uh, the second one is going to be called guest list. So getting in the guest list is usually just f- for women and also some sometimes the the host that you get in contest asks you if you are bringing a, a gentleman it has to be the same uh ratio ratio thank you so if you're bringing if it's four girls it has to be four guys so uh what guest list entails like you get free entry However, you have to get there like at 10 p.m. Clubs open at 11:30. <laughs> okay, relax. They open at 10:30. Some of us just get there at 11:30. Like, some. Yeah. So some hosts actually asked you, "Hey, if you want to get in for free, you have to get there before midnight." And this entails getting there before midnight. It's not getting to the club at 11:30. It's getting there 9:30, 10 o'clock to get in line to get into the club before midnight. So, because lines are usually pretty big and they make you wait. And to be honest, I'm not being like rude or anything. Like the bouncers check how you're dressed and Mm -hmm. if you're up to par to get into the clubs. Because some clubs like Excess, Omnia, Hakkasan, they have to, uh, the people that are inside the club, they have to pertain to that status that right they have to live up to a certain exactly. level of clientele yeah so um when you're in the, like when you're in the line like everybody's checking you just make sure mm-hmm. that all girls are wearing heels like they're wearing a dress like uh 
uh, gentlemen are wearing a button up, slacks, and nice straight shoes. So just not calling them riffraffs, but like right. to s- scare it out, the riffraffs. But would you say that it's really important to know who you can afford to be? This actually is a very big sports thing. Be who you can afford to be. <laughs> like if you are a like 10 out of 10 model, mm-hmm. you can get away with wearing something that isn't Absolutely. like heels and whatever. <laughs> you could be wearing like dunks. Or just be fashionable is essentially what it is. Like Although, it's yeah, you know, be who you can afford to be. Of course. I think women always dress how you, how you norm. I think like most women know how to dress when they go out. Of course. I think men have this problem. I think it's more uh, just being a guy and me being a little bit thicker. So <laughs> also, I know who I can afford to be. Um, being that, I always dress up a little bit more than like I have to, because okay. you don't want to be that guy who gets kicked out. Yes. But if you're like a stick and you look like, well, what's his name? Spider-Man. Spider-Man's name. Oh my Andrew goodness. Andrew Garfield? Sure. We'll go with Andrew <laughs> Garfield. So he's not the current Spider-Man. But oh, uh, I, I Yeah, that guy who's dating Zendaya. Yeah, that's, that one. That's the one. Tom Holland. Tom there Holland. There we go. That, that guy could walk in with a t-shirt, shorts, and whatever he wants. Sandals if he wants. Yes. Yeah. And, he, and well, maybe not. Let's just say he wasn't Tom Holland. He just looked like Tom Holland. Oh, if he looked like Yeah, Tom if he looked Holland. like Tom Holland, he could probably get in with jeans. A nice a clean shirt, yeah. and he's good to go. But if you're, you know, you're a chubbier guy, you should probably dress up just a little bit more. You don't have to wear, I would say, a jacket, although jackets no. good are for, good for chubs people. <laughs> um, but I have this really sweet bomber. Bombers are cool, so you can wear a bomber yes. and a shirt. You look really good with bombers. Thank you. I think I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that blue one you have is great. <laughs> yes, it's my uh, Michael Jackson. Ooh. Michael Jackson one. But no, so like nice shoes, I would definitely say is a plus. Mm-hmm. Sneakers, I think, is a very like kind of tricky thing to pull off sneakers as a guy. Yes. Like the thing is, is like, have whole, to, like you kind of have to know where you're at. Like if you're at, for example, like Dre's, which is more of a hip hop club. Yeah. You might be able to pull off like some Dunks or some Jordans. Same thing with like excess, excess, like also be who you can afford to be. Exactly. But, you know, just just understand not one size fits all for everybody. Of so course. especially on the men's side. Women, I think y'all know kind of how to dress nice. Yes. And in a woman perspective, woman's perspective, I think men have it so so easy. Mm. Do you have it just slacks? The shoe thing. Everyone's just like slacks, the sun shoes and a dress uh, button up. How hard is that? For I don't a woman, know. some guys is tough. Uh, yeah, I I know. Yeah. For women, I get to like find a, a dress that fits well, wear heels, your makeup, your hair, like they have to be on point. Especially like this high end nightclubs, like yeah. they do have to be on point. Especially if you're going in for free, they do check you out. Even though people um, now because of the rules and everything, mm-hmm. they still check you out. Like yeah. there's been some points, not to me, but like people around me that have told me. Those that like, oh I did I couldn't get in the club because mm-hmm. of how I was dressed or right. the people I was with they weren't dressed well. So what would be your like sort of checklist for girls coming to Vegas if they had to have these specific items to get into a nightclub? What are like the four items they need to have? It could be three, whatever, but definitely heels. Okay, heels is like it, it just elevates your outfit so much better. Uh, a dress definitely like, but if you like know how to dress fashionably and you can pull off like a pantsuit or like mm-hmm. yeah something that it's it doesn't it makes you look better than wearing normal. a dress normal yeah um definitely wear that for yeah. sure something that you're it's not that i'm gonna make tell you like don't wear something comfortable but don't wear something com- if it makes yeah. you feel comfortable you're not gonna you're be probably too gonna, comfortable you're too exactly. although we all know one person who wears whatever she wants. Oh, well, yeah. So, yes. so there's tiers, you know, like we're talking yeah. about guest lists. This and then true. after. So let's, just get to, let's get to the, the tables. So let's. So once you get jump. into tables. So also, I want to say that if you ever have to pay somebody for guest list, do not pay. No, that of course not. That's happened many times to people that. Really? Not that I like, I know, but people have told me like, hey, I paid this guy, you know, 40 bucks to get me on the guest list. And then I got there and I couldn't get in. So no. never pay anybody to get on a guest list. Because guest list is not. exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's free. free entry to go Especially into the club. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, personally, thankfully, um, I've never paid pay to go into a club. Uh, I Most of my 20, well, as soon as I turned 21 to 23 before I became like a concierge, 
like I just did guest list with my best friend. Mm-hmm. And it was the one of the funnest times. Like we just went in. We knew we had to get there early. And we are going to stand the whole night. We went to the bar. Because sometimes some guest lists, they give you free drink tickets. Yeah. Uh, Which so are we, actually fantastic sometimes. They are. And so. Also nightclub, another place where have the quick drink ready to go. Oh, oh yeah. uh, that's the first part. Like the first, you have, uh, before you get to the bar, you have to know exactly what you want. Yeah. And usually, if you're in a group, have one person order all the drinks. Mm, Don't yeah. have one each other like, oh, what do you want? Oh, what do you want? No, like have all your drinks ready to tell the bartender, hey, I want four gin and tonics, mm-hmm. three vodka waters, or three yeah. vodka soda. Like ready to know what you drunk you, you want because they're such busy and it's so loud in there. Mm-hmm. They can barely hear you. So just have your, that's the one of the bars I would recommend have everybody's drink. Not only yours, but everybody's drink ready to go. Yeah. So now we'll, we'll sort of step into the VIP world of, of the having a part. table or cabanas. <laughs> what is the best way to actually, I think the biggest thing is finding a host is of sort of the big one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, knowing that they mesh with you, but what's the fastest way to find a host? What are like the avenues of finding a host? You know, in the new modern day, even and in, in that, would you be able to go to a concierge for that? Of course, that I was. That's gonna. I was gonna say, get a go to concierge. Like, uh, even though this modern world, you can have your phone is you have everything in your palm of your hand. Uh, but going to the concierge, they probably know more than you think. Like, Google is an amazing thing, but hey, they're the human of Googles. True. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but they, they do. They know all the hosts. They know the, the the ones that they know all about the club. So they've been there. They have to earn so many tiers for them to come out to the concierge mm-hmm. to be our to be a concierge host. Yeah. So they, they're not a guest list host. They're not a... They just be started type of host. They're they're up there and they're a senior host or junior host. So they're 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 good. They yeah. know what they're doing. They're not gonna stiff you or tell you one price and it's gonna be another. They're they're good. So what should somebody know going into like let's just say you purchase you purchase a uh, a table. Mm-hmm. What do they have? To, do they have to have a certain number of girls? This is if they buy it, not if yeah. it's free. Okay. But if, let's just say you buy it. Do you have to have a certain amount of girls? I don't think that's a thing. No. But what do you I think? Been, I've seen so many sausage parties. Hey. <laughs> some of us, that's how we got it. Yeah, I always true. thought if I got a table, I would just like, invite all these girls. And then you once can. I was able to do that, I didn't. Because I just knew that there was all these girls. I've dated a few. That we were at the club together. She's like, well, I got to go. You know, I got to go do work. Yeah. Which is like, go get your free drinks and then come back. <laughs> which is, you get used to it. It's yeah, Vegas. It's Vegas. But. What should people know if they purchase a table, what comes with it? And also the pricing of how the actual pricing breakdown is. Yeah. Uh, so definitely once you get a table, you, you're in a separate line from uh, the other line. So you're in a line that everybody that's in that line has a table purchased. Uh, so once you get there, uh, you already have a host. So you definitely have to text. I usually text the get my host and say, hey, I'm here. Then you know, it's like, yeah, just come to the line and give out my name. Once you get there, the host will personally come out to you and tell you, like, uh, like come and meet you and whatever. Uh, once you get there, you have to have your whole party there. Like, it, it's not super extremely necessary, but, like, if everybody's there, you're you're going to get in faster. And then anybody that's out, like, not in your party. Like, Gallivanting around. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be harder for them to get in. Even yeah. though he's like, oh, my friend has a table in there. It's like, yeah, a million people have their friends in there. Exactly. So, like, if all the group goes in together, it's easier to get in. Um, Price-wise, it depends. It depends on yeah. the night. It depends on the weekend. It depends on who's playing. So, say, David Guetta's playing at Excess on a Saturday night. Yeah. Your table's going to be really high up there. We're free. <laughs> and, yeah. We'll talk about that later. We'll that, we'll it was my birthday. It was so, my birthday. So anyway, so what I, wa- what I wanted to sort of break down was, let's just say something's $2,000. Yeah, 2000 So you think it, just the 2000 goes to whatever. So yeah. I'll I'll kind of explain it because I like the numbers yes. aspect of it. So it's 2000 
minimum spend. That's yes, what you're going to charge regardless. Mm-hmm. So you should try to get as close to it as possible because I yes. feel like people get very confused of what does minimum spend mean. Yeah. So usually, by the way, $2,000 is not getting you very much. So let's a use lot. a more logical number. Let's just say that it's like a $4,000 okay. minimum minimum spend. So that gets you probably maybe two bottles, depending on what you're looking at. Okay. I mean, obviously, we're not getting any magnums or anything like that. But let's just say it's $4,000. But then you have to have, I believe, a 22% gratuity. is auto, It's autograt. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to, like, say, oh, she did a bad job. 22, 22% off the top. Out of then, the 4000 Out of the 4000 It doesn't matter how much. Yeah. Then you get tax on top of that. Then I think there's... Like an entertainment tax, yeah, or live something. entertainment yeah. tax, which is on top of that. So mm-hmm. by the end of the day, your four thousand dollar table ends up being closer to probably around you know forty five, five thousand. Yes. After all the tips and stuff. Yeah, of course. Put out, but yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, yeah, it's, and also the price. Yeah, and the price also depends on the where you at. Like if that's you true. are, say, uh, I know we're talking about like Cecilize because it's probably our favorite club. Omnia. Uh oh! Oh, you're Omnia. Yeah, okay. my boy Elliot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so it depends. Like, if you want to be next to the DJ, it's gonna be like ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. Fifteen thousand dollars. If you want to be like, in a cabana, that's also about the same price because you have your probably own space and uh, you have seats. Some some cabanas have their own pool. Depends on like where you're at. Exactly. Um, and then you get the four thousand, two thousand dollar tables. They're going to be a bed or they're going to be like a, a bench. Pad. Remember that? Like, the lily pads? Remember the lily that? pads, yeah. Oh my God, that was I remember when Tech says like just the bench part. Oh yeah. Just the, <laughs> well, the bench part's in the water is like not bad. Like yeah. if you're not, if you're wearing like regular shoes, like if you're wearing like sandals. Yeah. So the, I would always wear shoes. Yeah. Well, there, there's, there's a thing though. Like there's also pool parties at night. That oh, that's a whole different It's a, a whole different monster. Yeah. and Which you like because you just... You know, I mean, pants in. <laughs> I wear just shorts and a tank top. That's true. That's very true. I look pretty hot. There you go. <laughs> nice. So we'll go on this quickly because I think mm. we want to do something else yeah, with yeah. this. What is your favorite club in Las Vegas? Excess. That was, that was quick draw. Yeah, of quick course. draw. But why though? It feels like a little bit claustrophobic on the inside. Uh, but that's the fun of it, isn't it? It's like sweaty as COVID. Just, <laughs> well, yeah. this was all before COVID. That's true. But, so, no, but yeah, XS was cool. Um, is I also, dope. I'm a big fan of Omnia. Mm-hmm. I think Omnia is the at sickest club. The Caesars? At Caesars Palace. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, XS is at the win. XS is at the win. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked, I liked Omnia. It was only cool. Omnia because was cool. It, Omnia was cool even if you're not at a table and you're able to get in the um But the that's also floor. like claustrophobic. It is, you're right. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like all nightclubs all are All nightclubs are probably. Yeah, that's if like you don't thing. have a table, like, you're possible. Yeah, that's true. But I was a big fan of Omnia. Mm-hmm. That was my jam. I liked the whole Phantom of the Opera oh, thing that came yeah, down. That the, was awesome. The chandelier so, was beautiful. That was probably the coolest part of it. And it was super loud yeah, on the inside. that's true. Um, so that's my favorite. So my favorite's Omnia. Mine was definitely excess. It's just the... Yeah. Um, just... I like red. My favorite color is red, and the whole nightclub inside is just red, and... The ambiance, the DJs, especially I'm a EDM head, so the DJs yeah. that they bring are just extraordinary. And I personally have seen all my favorite DJs thanks to Access. Nice, free. Yeah. Pretty. So tell, so tell, so tell me the story of your birthday. So that was, Oof. so I think that did we go to Ghost Bar? We have a couple different like we called somebody in the middle of the night. So this was, so just oh, so no, you know, the yeah. cool part of being a concierge. <laughs> so. Like most of the time, just so you know sort of how it works, you usually reach out to a host maybe mm-hmm. a week, two weeks before you're going to come. Two, yeah. two weeks is, you know, you're ahead of the curve. But it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. for sure. But like you never want to be week. too early. You don't want to be too late. Yes. So like two weeks I think is a good time. Like just yeah. give them, like just reach out. He's like, I'm hey, I'm, we're trying to get out there with the team and Oh, no. So, so I'm talking for a normal person. Oh, no. For a normal Definitely person. two weeks. Yeah. So for a normal person, two weeks. And then you go through the whole process. You kind of talk about the price, maybe yeah. haggle, whatever. Yeah. Then you do the whole thing. When you become a concierge and you've done it for done it for quite a while, and you finally uh, have these people in your phone, yes, very Instagram, different experience. Facebook, so Twitter. talk so talk about the shortest amount of time that we've requested something. It so, was an hour. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where were we at before? So. 
We've done this twice, I feel. I think we have. We've done it twice. Okay, let's... Yeah. We're going to tell both stories because they're awesome. Okay. So, we were... Uh, we had a, this uh, concierge dinner at Hakusan. Yes, that's the one I wanted yeah. to talk Yeah. So, we had this amazing... Con- they, they had this uh, dim sum party at Hakusan. So, they had a DJ plane and they brought all this d- different plated dinners and appetizers and entrees, duck salad. Dude, Hakusan dinner. Amazing. The restaurant, their dog salad, is uh, nice. amazing. My favorite thing. So, so we did that. So we, we did we, that. We, so we like we were yes. Yeah, so like since we already knew we were going out, like as a concierge uh, nightclub liaison, I was like, after that, let's all go to the club and have fun. Chaos just opened. But so. I think we had already had it planned to go to chaos. That was yes, a yes, yes. So thing. chaos, yeah. yeah. So we were like, I reached out to my host and I'm like, hey. Um, we're going to Hakusan for dinner. We're all planning to go to the nightclub after. Um, can we come through? And she was like, absolutely. Armin Van Buren was playing that day. So I was like, Armin Van Buren, it's going to be so amazing. Like, we're all going to have a great time after dinner. So we had our dinner. We get to Chaos, and apparently they're all booked up. Yeah. So for us, a concierge, yes, you get it. So I always remember this. I always remember he came back. So he came in, saw us. Did the thing, walked back to talk to the people, <laughs> came back. He's like, "This is what I got," and it was just drink tickets. Yeah, for the exactly. Bar. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> we have we're so low." I know we're so low. So and then, and then we had the audacity, not even to fake going in. We basically got it, turned around, and talked to everybody. We're like, uh, uh, "So what do we do yeah. now? Like, are we gonna go into this thing or well, whatever?" Of course not. So then, uh, here comes our nightclub liaison. Please here continue. Yeah. So like, as soon as we got there. As a like, I mean, as a concierge, like the host tells you, hey, get here before eleven thirty. Yeah. Like after twelve o'clock, all our tables are usually booked, and we're like, oh, for sure, for sure. We've done it so many times. We got there a sometimes a little bit after even one in the morning, and we still got a table. So like we were we're good. Our dinner did go a little longer. We got there like around twelve. Like it yes. was we got there at twelve, and he, irresponsible on our part. Yes, it was. Uh, but we got there and he comes back and says, I'm so sorry, I can't get you guys a table. It's on Van Buren. He just walked in. Uh, it, the place is um, booked. Mm-hmm. So he comes out here. I can still get you guys in, but I have this drink tickets for you guys. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a rude person. So we grabbed him. I was like, thanks so much. It was like, just let me know if you go in. I'll mm-hmm. get you through. So I'm like, okay. So I talked to all you guys. We were like, um, yeah. we're like nah. no, we're not going in. I know this sounds so petty or any however you want to call it. I had um, one of the, one of my favorite hosts that we had to access, Kyle. Yeah. So I contact. Billionaire. <laughs> billionaire apparently. Okay. Relax. <laughs> Relax with the billionaire part. Oh, you! I thought you said billionaire. I said millionaire. Oh, millionaire. A billionaire. It's, it's Bezos' money. Anyway, so crypto was not dead for this guy. Yes. Anyways, no, exactly. He so, got on at the right time. Yes. Yeah, so like, I texted him because we were really cool with him. Like, yeah. he used to like we send him all our guests to him, and mm-hmm. he always hooked us up everywhere we went. Like, I was on in the when. So I just texted him. It was like, hey, there's. I think it was 10 of us. Hey, we're 10 of us. We want to come through a club. Chaos didn't want to, like, didn't, couldn't accommodate right. us. Um, can we come in? And, like, 15 minutes later, he said yes. So oh it was... Such a flex. Such a flex, right? Yeah. Well, so, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember who played at Excess. I just remember this happened. Oh, no. So it was amazing. I don't remember. So it was, a, it was a surprise because we went to Chaos and thinking we're going to go see Aaron Bamburin, Mason GJ. So we get to excess and so we're like, okay, so from Palms, which was chaos at, to win 10, 15 minutes yeah. the most. Mm-hmm. So I texted him, hey, we'll be there 30 minutes. And he was like, okay, cool, come through. Let me know when you get here, whatever. So we get there in 30 minutes. We meet him. He, we skip the whole line. They give us such an amazing table in yeah. front of the DJ. There was 10 of us. I think there was like three bottles that they gave oh, us. Saying, yeah. And um, I just look at him and I told him, I was like, hey, by the way, who's DJing? Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, David Guetta. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I, f- I flipped. <laughs> we were so nuts. We're like, what? 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 Like, like I mean, all right. No. Like, all right. Let's go. 
like my David Guetta's like yes. my childhood He's DJ, great. yeah. And it was just it was such like an amazing experience. Oh, and yeah, for then sure. he started David Guetta as soon as we got there, like thirty minutes later, because mm-hmm. again we got there late. Yeah, started playing. Like oh we're here for David Guetta for David Guetta like, and we had like we call it um the peasant table because oh we were peasants. above everybody because there was little steps <laughs> so we were like oh over overlooking everybody it was just it was like such a no. great night and I always remember I don't know why and people maybe not know who Idris Elba is but he's an actor and he was also there with David Guetta yes which it's always fun when you see like. A famous person oh, yeah. but anyways so yes that was a crazy night so that was less than an hour less than no it's like minutes, 15 minutes which is I, it's just such a thing it just feels so vegasy to know somebody mm-hmm. to get that done because that oh, never yeah, that doesn't happen for anything it doesn't it's like you walk up to a restaurant and you're like hey like it's two people can you can you hook it up you never really get like if to a nice restaurant you'll never get that but this is really like the only thing where it felt like being a concierge meant something yeah was that you can go like hey can i come in the club tonight which is fantastic and like like you said so it was one that we liked so we had concierge we had hosts that we had for every Every nightclub there's really only a couple that you're like cool with yeah, and of course. So, so we were all really cool with Kyle. Yes. I always really enjoyed Elliot, who mm-hmm. worked at Omnia. Now he works at Tau. Oh. That's my guy. Um, I still send him stuff because he's the only one <laughs> I still Brian one talk time to. bought him a Christmas present. <laughs> so don't give up my, my, my tricks. I didn't like giving money, so I would, yeah. I mean, and I would give money, but like, I felt like it felt dirty. Yeah. So I would give really sweet gifts. Yeah. I will not That's tell a guard you, I will, thing that you gave him? I'm supposed to tell him the oh, gifts. Sorry. It's okay, now they know. So anyway, so I would do I would do things like that. Because I think it's a nice thing. I think yeah. it's a relationship thing of that, that kind of you build. It's not, we're, we're not doing things. this. I mean, yes, we're doing it for the money, but in a different way. Like, yeah. I'm giving you clients that give you money. Right, it's a relationship thing. Exactly. So, think, so if I give you a town. gift, if I give you money, you're like, oh, dang. Like, oh, thanks. Like, cool. It's like, it's like, oh, you think like I don't make enough money doing this? Exactly, It's yeah. kind of the way that we look at Are it. Are you treating so, me so. like a... Right, money felt Whore. money feels <laughs> money feels money just money feels cheaper than like giving a present. Yeah, of and a course. present is like thoughtful kind of. Of course, and you thought of me buying this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like dating. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, but so yeah, yeah that's that's true. an experience going into a nightclub as a concierge. Just quick, fast, it's fast, easy. Yeah, I've well, I've had that easy. I've had that a couple times. It's very different. I think for I think it's different for a man. I definitely mm-hmm. think it's different. You know, being a dude and i can't be like oh like can i get a table tonight like soon i'll definitely do like guest lists like that's happened a few times where i'll have people visiting yeah and i'm like no oh, we won't go to a club like two days before it's the night of uh want to go to a club definitely yeah. has happened so it's nice having the people in your phone to be able to be like of course hey what's up like what's going on yeah like uh, hey uh, i have family over and they want to go to a club like it and when is that? Like, it's not like we want everything. Like, hey, just get us in. Yeah. Get us a, a table somewhere. Like, Right. Because we know, like, what, like, a table experience is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people visiting don't know. Exactly. So whether you can afford a table, whether you can't afford a table, it's all, the nightclub experience is all of what you make it. It's yeah, a crazy course. night in Vegas. It is. If you are a girl, make sure you wear, you know, <laughs> I would take, you know, take flats with you in your purse. Yes. That's what he- I always did when I was in go. my guest list stage. The heel, the heel thing is always like for outside. Yes. When people see you from the outside. Of course. When you get in, in there, it don't matter. It, you don't see really... nobody's feet. Uh, no, because it's so crowded. It's, yes. Yes. Definitely. Especially in the summer. Oh. Yeah. I have to give my favorite part about the nightclubs. Um, Diana knows my favorite part about nightclubs is we would get in, get going, comfortable about halfway through the night, go to the bathroom. Yes. I love the bathroom. <laughs> The bathroom, I loved the bathroom because the, the, the men's good. attendance, so sweet. I learned 10 times more Spanish going to the bathroom <laughs> at a nightclub. You were yeah. super Mexican. Yes, I was met. very Mexican. I was like, hey, what's up, bro? Um, yeah, always broken Spanish. <laughs> and they were always trying to sell you something in a good way. Um, yeah. Always, get, always give them a tip. Yeah, I was giving, you know, I, I bought a $30 cigar from a bathroom one time. $30 cigar? Yeah. Because Did some, you smoke some, it? Oh, yeah. Oh. He lit it for me, cut it, oh, everything. Damn. It was dope. Hakasan. 
okay. I think I also bought one at Dre's one time too. Okay. Yeah, and they said it was a Monte Cristo from Cuba. That's how he sold it to me. <laughs> I totally believed him. Um, but yeah, so bathroom is my favorite. Two Starburst rollout. But if you're going to go and take some of their stuff, definitely give them a, a dollar or two. Yeah, of course. I've heard the women's bathroom is not as fun. Oh, it's amazing. How is it amazing? I've heard really bad stories. What Very mixed reviews. Very mixed reviews. I've heard them like oh, like chase you out for not you know, giving them a tip for like body spray. <laughs> so the spread out is really nice. Like they have everything you can think of. They have the deodorant, this body spray. They have whatever you need. They have, but I mean, they expect something in return. Mm-hmm. Like if you use anything, like they they expect it. Have they ever done like the uh, paper towel? helicopter thing to you no oh, they're not, they're just, they just they're, give it to you no that's not as fun the cool the, the coolest flex. they don't sell cigars i wish they did <laughs> yeah the, imagine me coming out with a bathroom yours, with a cigar yours just don't sound as fun as the men's bathroom they like they're doing the thing they're talking it's going mm. sort of feels like the, like the swap meet ah. in the bathroom but with bow ties <laughs> and then they pull the they pull the the napkins out this is a an audio format you can't see this yeah but they're pulling the napkins out and they flip it like a helicopter and oh. just sort of goes down on your hand they already have it in there like they have a stack they're, they're not even pulling anything they just like okay they anyways these it. guys still do it so that's why i give them an a plus but okay anyways we need to wrap this up we're just okay. keep going on about nightclubs but this was concierge confidential with diana morphin hello, who hello. will hopefully be joining us a lot more yes where she's going to be talking about restaurants Talk about That's bars. We talked a lot about bars today. Yeah. But we'll talk about shows. More in depth. <laughs> more in depth about bars for sure. Oh, I do love a good show too. Yeah. So we'll definitely make sure that we have Diana back as many times as we can. Maybe another concierge <laughs> that we know might join the show at some point. But for now, I'm Brian. I'm Diana Murphy. And this was Concierge Confidential. 